called into God's favor. This message explains five categories of people whom God has called so that God will get all the glory. Pastor encourages that God favors you to be a blessing, to dispense good to others, and teaches how to walk into this blessing. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Let's be seated in the presence of God tonight. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 26, 27 and 28. And 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14. One Corinthians 1 26 27 in the King James Version and 2 Corinthians 13 14 in the Amplified Bible. For ye see your calling, brethren, yes, how that not many wise men after the flesh, mm -hmm. not many mighty, mm. not many noble are called, mm. but God has chosen the foolish things of the world mm -hmm. to confound the wise. Mm. And God has chosen the weak things of the world mm -hmm. to confound the things which are mighty. Amen. Yes. Read on. And base things of the world mm. and things which are despised has God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are. 28 verse. That no flesh should glory in his presence. That no flesh should glory in his presence. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. The grace, favor and spiritual blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace, the favor and the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God mm. and the presence and the fellowship, the communion and sharing together and participation. In the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians 13, 14 in the Amplified Bible. Yes. Amen. Tonight, a simple word, it is on called into God's favor. Hallelujah. Called into God's favor. Amen. When Paul is blessing the church in Corinth, look at the way he is blessing it. He's not saying, may you have 10 more cars, five more houses, and another 100 million in your bank account. He is blessing them and he's saying, may the grace, the favor, and spiritual blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the presence and fellowship, the communion and sharing together and participation in the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. So be it. All that you need in your life is this blessing. The grace. The Amplified Bible says the grace, the favor and spiritual blessing. The grace, the favor and spiritual blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God the Father. And the presence. And the sharing together. And the fellowship. And the communion. And the participation of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. 
you are called into that you are called into that you are called into that you are called into the love of god the grace of our lord jesus christ and the fellowship of the holy spirit open your mouth and say i'm called into the love of god the father the love of god the father the grace and favor of the lord jesus christ the grace and favor of the lord jesus christ and the fellowship of the holy spirit and the fellowship of the holy spirit amen amen who has he called paul is listing forth five categories of people that he is called so you can check to find out whether you are called He's making it very clear who is not called. He's saying the religious guys. I didn't call them. I didn't call the sophisticated and the educated and the super spiritual ones. Paul is saying God has deliberately chosen or selected. God actually selected. God was looking and God selected the foolish that is why i have hope <laughs> god has chosen the foolish and you don't want to be you don't want to look foolish you want to be sophisticated and smart and guy who knows everything but god is looking for a group of people who don't mind being foolish for jesus we want to look cool and like we are the in thing we are there to impress people but god says i'm not looking for those guys who want to look smart and impress people and be out there i want to i'm deliberately looking i want to choose the ones i'm going to favor the ones that i'm going to release my spirit so they can fellowship with him the ones that i'm going to fill with my love let me deliberately look for the ones who are foolish the greek word for foolish is absurd the ones that are really absurd i mean they can give an absurd amount of praise to the lord an absurd amount of time when religious people just want to spend their 10 minutes or 5 minutes or the one are they weak the absurd are the ones who who want to spend their time worshiping the lord and praising the lord and i mean others don't understand this doesn't make sense to them why is this person reading the word and spending time in worship doesn't he have anything else to do i mean they almost looks like the a group of people who are trying to row a boat without an oar <laughs> but they have an hunger they don't want to depend on human reasoning are you with me let me tell you the ones whom god is going to use for the revival that's going to happen before jesus christ comes in great glory are the ones who don't mind being foolish for jesus christ who don't mind looking stupid for the lord who are not trying to be smart and sophisticated and up there but who just don't mind being a fool for jesus christ i mean the, the guys who are really intelligent 
one plus one plus one is equal to three. But the foolish ones are the ones who will believe one plus one plus one is equal to one. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three, yeah, but one. I don't understand it. I don't understand the Trinity. <laughs> yeah, but the Bible says so. The wise are the ones who look at, say, 100% minus 10% is equal to 90%. The, the foolish ones are the ones, 100% minus 10%. Is equal to Philippians 4.19 My God shall supply all my needs According to his riches in glory For the wise it doesn't make sense For the wise Walk one mile Okay, you will do that maximum. But the Lord said, the foolish ones, somebody asks you to walk one mile, you'll walk two miles. You're that hungry. The wise ones, somebody hits you on your cheek, you hit back. <laughs> the foolish ones, you show the other cheek. Are you really dumb, aren't you? Why don't you hit back? Why do you say something back? I'm looking for a fight. I'm not. <laughs> I'm looking for Jesus. Now, there are many people who read the Bible, who pray, who don't want to look foolish. But God deliberately chose. He selected the foolish. The second category of people that is mentioned in the 27th verse is the weak things. That means to be without strength. God loves weak people. We look for strong people. See, the mighty don't have to depend on anybody. But the weak, they have to lean on the Lord. The strong ones can handle their lives. But the weak ones, they need God's help. And when somebody says, Lord, I need your help. Let me tell you, the fellowship, the communion, the power of the Holy Spirit, the love of God, the Father, the grace of all, the grace and the favor of the Lord just keeps coming down upon them. The strong ones can make it number one by themselves or they try to. The weak ones know they can't. They need God's help. The weak ones. You're not supposed to be the candidate that will win. The turtle and the hare. You are the turtle. <laughs> Everybody wants to be the hare, wants to be the fastest, the strongest. The weak ones, God says, I will make you the winner. 
The third category, 28th verse. God chose the base things. That word means the low ones, the unknown ones. The Greek word meaning, and the Greek word, that word base thing, the Greek word meaning is to be unknown and without kin. To be unknown and without kin. That is, nobody has heard of them. Nobody wants to be related to them. Have you seen that? The moment you are successful, everybody is your cousin. <laughs> the moment you are not, nobody wants to associate with you. I mean, people, others would say are of low quality. People who really don't measure up the unheard ones. It is those ones that God will favor and lift them up to a place of prestige. Let me tell you, never, never, never despise the ones whom God has called. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. They are not strong in themselves. They are weak. They are foolish. They are the base things. But they trusted in the arm of the Lord. They are trusted in the grace of God and the mercy of God. Even tonight, if there is somebody watching me who feel you are one of those candidates who really need God's help, the blessing of God is coming upon you. The love of God is being poured out upon your life. You know, I, I, I came to a knowledge long time back and I need to be, I didn't even need the Holy Spirit, you know, to realize that I was the weakest in my family. <laughs> I mean, I just knew it. I would just admire all of my brothers. Yeah. Smart, good, strong, capable. And you want to be like that. And then you are like that ugly duckling out there. And God just picks up. I remember even when prophets used to come or somebody who was prayerful used to come, they used to see others in their family who can serve the Lord. Not me. The only one who could have put up with me on the earth was my spiritual father. Twenty-eighth verse speaks about the the next category. It says the despised ones, the disliked, considered nothing, not embraced, disapproved, just unliked. People don't like you. I still remember when I stepped out to serve the Lord. You know, I so badly wanted to serve the Lord with somebody and I asked him, can I serve the Lord with you? And he said, no. He said, you're a young person. Just come out from a, you know, we all know your character, your nature. And there are a lot of youngsters with you. You join up with my ministry, my ministry will have a bad name. You guys mess up? My ministry is going to have a bad name. I was broken, I was crushed. But then this word stood out for me. 
disapproved, not embraced, just disliked. Don't feel bad when people disrespect you and they don't want to embrace you or acknowledge you because you don't quite fit into their clique. There is somebody who's called you tonight. His name is Jesus. Tonight he wants to fill you with his love, with his grace, with his favor. He's called you into that. You understand why Paul has to keep saying to them, I have to bless you with the love of God the Father, the grace and the favor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he looks at them, despised, foolish. (laughs) See, Paul himself, he knows. He was a disgrace to the body of Christ, was persecuting the Christians. But he met the amazing grace of God. So he can identify when he writes this and he says the key is you might be despised but God is not despising you God is not rejecting you God wants to embrace you with his love Eudokia he wants to just grab you hold you closer he wants to favor you he wants to crown you you are the least in your home you are the least in your city you are the least in hallelujah in your school but I want to embrace you I want to favor you and I want to release my presence upon you my spirit and you can have partnership with him Can you imagine that? Look at the 28th verse, the fifth category. Things which are not unrecognized ones, not celebrated. I mean, the boring ones. Everybody gets bored when you're in the room. Not acknowledged. People just look right over you. Have you seen that? I wish I could play my life out there on the screen. The amount of people would just look over you. And you feel like, ah, I'm in the wrong place. (laughs) You know why I love the presence of God? That's the only place that I was accepted. When you look at in the Old Testament, whether it be Jacob, whether it be Gideon, whether it be Saul, whether it be David, they all use the common term, I am the least of these. And God used them and favored them, anointed them for his kingdom. You know why he chooses or calls these five categories of people the 28th verse read it one more 1, 1 Corinthians one twenty-eight. and base things of the world and things which are despised has God chosen yea and things which are not to bring to naught things that are the 28th verse uh, next verse that no flesh should, that no flesh should glory in his presence see I picked you God said because God can get the glory He chooses the wise and the strong and the able. God gets, never gets the glory. Have you seen people? The moment they achieve something in life, they'll say, yeah, I went to that college, you know. This person taught me. I had the right contacts. <laughs> I come from a great family. 
And God is saying, uh-huh. I watched over him, I watched over her, and I don't get any glory. They're smart in themselves. They don't need me. Never get to that point. Because the moment you get to that point, you are slipping, you're falling, you're going back, and you won't even realize it. Because you're not that stupid. <laughs> you need to be stupid to realize you've gone back. <laughs> These five categories of people are the ones who realize that, who recognize, I am nothing. I'm a loser without God. God says, I, God says, I don't want to share my glory with anybody. Don't come in with your credentials saying that I studied in this university, I went to that Bible college, I went there, I did this. God says, I don't get any glory out of that. God had to wait for Moses. Moses had a lot of certificates. Open your mouth and say, Moses had a lot of certificates. Moses had a lot of certificates. <laughs> he was wise in the, in, in the, with the wisdom of Egypt. He studied in the best universities there. He had a lot of certificates. I mean, he could have got anywhere in life with those certificates. But God waited for him to be in the wilderness 40 years where he is 80 years old even if he's got certificates now he's past retirement nobody will take him <laughs> God waited for him to come to that point where he falls before the burning bush and God says now I can send you you were smart in Egypt you were first in the javelin throw you were first in the chariot race you are able, strong, capable but now you have come to that point of being zero where I can now where I can now anoint you and send you lift your hand and say the glory has to be for the Lord glory has to be for the Lord Amen blessed be the name of Jesus Amen I mean look at God called a plumber Smith Wigglesworth Use them to reveal his glory. Can you imagine that? T.L. Osborne, one of my heroes of faith, would fly in a plane over Africa, villages, and the shadow of the plane would heal the sick in those villages. <laughs> but one of the most humble people. God is calling you. Would you heed the call? Look at Genesis chapter 12 verse 2. Genesis chapter 12 verse 2. In the Amplified Bible please. I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity or happiness upon you, and curse him who curses or uses insolent language. See, God is calling Abram out of his family, land, you know the first verse, but the reason he's calling, the, uh, read from verse 1, Genesis 12, verse 1 and 2. 
Now the Lord said to Abraham Now the Lord said to Abraham Go for yourself ah. for your own advantage hmm. away from your country See go go for yourself for your own advantage Can you imagine that God is calling you and say for your own advantage go for yourself yes do something for yourself get out get out of your home and family and connections and religious background and culture get out for your own self i'm calling you yeah read on to the land that i will show you to a land that i will show you and i will make of you a great nation and i will make of you a great nation i will bless you with abundant increase of favor i will bless you see the reason he's calling you is to bless you with an abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others the calling of god is not the calling to be blessed is not a title but a commission actually to dispense blessings god favors you so much to dispense blessings i mean you are supposed to be a blessing to your parents to your children husband you are supposed to be a blessing to your wife Wives you're supposed to be a blessing to your husbands to society to church the reason he calls you out out of everything is to favor you with abundance of favor and to make you a dispenser of good to others amen you're like a dispenser dispensing good not to be a liability the holy spirit tells me to somebody you will never be a liability because the favor of god is coming upon you open your mouth and say i shall never be a liability to anybody i shall help you walk in the favor of god walk in the favor of god see when a wife you have to see yourself you're called you're not strong and good by itself but god favors you by his grace so you have to see yourself as favored and realize as a wife you have to realize you are blessed to be a dispenser of blessing to your home only a woman who will see herself as a blessing can be a blessing in that home only a husband who will see her himself as a blessing will be a blessing in that home when you when you get married to a home when you get married you should say i've come i've got married to upgrade this home i'm sent here as a blessing from god the husband should say i married you it's for your advantage i'm a dispenser of the blessing of god see people who walk in that favor or walk with god that is their attitude Do look laban was blessed because of jacob laban was conscious hey joseph 44's house joseph because of him 44 says i was blessed in the prison because of joseph why 
they carried the presence of God, the favor of God. How much more the New Testament church? You are called to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, to walk in the favor of God, to enjoy the love of God. How much more are you going to be a blessing? When you step into a home, a rented home, or a rented office, you should say, I've been sent here, called and sent here to be a blessing. This home is going to look better when I leave. I told the landlord of my house where I stay, you know, I told him, yeah, I do not know about the people who used this house before, but by the time I leave this house, it'll be in a better condition than the way that you gave me. Whether in your office, you should be able to say that. Because you are walking in the love of God the Father, the grace of, and the favor of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are an advantage to somebody else because the Holy Spirit of God is with you. You are not a liability, you are an asset. You will upgrade somebody's life. I sense the Holy Spirit saying, you are called to upgrade somebody's life. You are going to upgrade somebody. You, you will add value to somebody. Lift your hands and say, I will add value to somebody. I am called to add value to somebody. Because of the Holy Spirit, because of the favor of God. See, look at, only if you value this word, the revelation of this word, of the love of God the Father, the grace and the favor of Jesus and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, what you value will be drawn to you. Ezau never valued the spiritual. He loved the material. Immediate gratification. He wanted the material. So he gave up on the spiritual for the material. Jacob, he gave up on the material to have the spiritual because he valued it. So you, you will find in the scripture in Genesis 32, Jacob leaves his home just with a stick left the land, the sheep, the cattle, the home, everything to Esau. You take it. You wanted the material, take it. But I got the blessing. I got the blessing. I got the favor. I got the spiritual. I got the blessing. Praise God. You want to take the land? You want to take the home? Take it. I got the blessing. I got the blessing. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. He crossed Jordan with a stick. But he came back with two companies. Hallelujah. You know why? Because he valued the blessing. Lift your hand and say, I should value the blessing. The blessing of favor. The blessing of a benediction. Of the love of God the Father. The grace and the favor of the Lord Jesus and the fellowship and the communion of the Holy Spirit. That's the only way you're going to add value to somebody else wherever you go. Some of you are feeling sad that 2020, the last Friday, uh, not the last Friday, the last the, the last month of this year is happening. So for some of you are saying, okay. Oh, it's been a tough year, the last month. Oh my God. See, it took God only six days to create the whole earth. <laughs> the sun and the moon and the stars and everything that you see, God created within six days. You don't even need 31 days to be fruitful and blessed and enjoy. Oh. 
Rababala Shamastonium Zebramentonia Rekele Bramaston Jembrabelo Stone Jembremelestonia. We give you glory and honor, Jesus. We bless your name. All that the lost in the land in the last six to seven months, Lord, let it be restored unto them in the last month of this year. Let there be a double fruitfulness and blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The very people who despise you will get the shock of their lives when God favors you and blesses you. You will be an amazement. The Lord is saying these words. You will be an amazement to many people. They're saying you are weak. You are not capable. You don't have the connections. You have nothing. You are base. We didn't value you. But look at what's happening with your life. Look where you have reached in life. And if you can glorify Jesus, you will say, it is not me. It is the love of God the Father. It is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the favor of God. It is the fellowship and the participation and the communion of the Holy Ghost that has brought me thus far. Open your mouth and say to Jesus be the glory. To God be the glory. glory. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. As a matter of fact two business people are watching. The Lord says you will so enjoy the favor of God that your business will be a case study for others. <laughs> you. you know why? Because the favor, that word, or the blessing, that word, the benediction that I pronounced from Second Corinthians 13, it is divine involvement in human activities that makes for unexplainable results that's what the word blessing means unexplainable in the Old Testament Isaac sowed in the land of famine recession he sowed nobody is expecting him to prosper everybody is looking at him saying what is this guy doing is he is is, what is he doing God deliberately chose the foolish but he was prospering. Others have employed and deployed their workers. COVID-19, we are closing down. But this guy is prospering. Even in negative situations, you will blossom and prosper when you receive the blessing of God. Glory unto the name of Jesus Christ. You are not normal. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. You were never normal. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But you have somebody who is supernatural. The Holy Ghost. You have the favor of Jesus Christ. You have the blessing of God. And he says, I will bless you. Don't think the way the world thinks. John 17 verses 19 or 18. You are not of the world, Jesus said. I've called you out of the world. John 17? Verse 16. Yeah. They are not of the world. You are not of the world? Even as I am not of the world. Yes. Now look, look at the 19th verse. And for their sakes, uh, I, that, sa- uh, I sanctify myself. The 18th verse? As thou hast sent me into the world... Even so have you I... You are not of the world, but I've called you out of the world. If your wife is sitting next to you, say to her, 
you are out of the world <laughs> you look out of the world <laughs> look look <laughs> God is saying you are not of this world i mean don't think and you are different your supply comes from heaven amen you have a blessing from heaven hallelujah glory unto the name of jesus amen amen so how would you get a walk into this blessing it is open your mouth and say by the love of god the father the grace and favor of jesus the grace and favor of jesus and by the participation of the holy spirit and by the participation see, of the holy I'm, spirit i need to depend on that are you with me i'm call i'm foolish i'm weak i'm not i'm the best thing nobody is giving me a chance but god is going to be glorified i'm going to lean on these three the father the son and the holy spirit not religion relationship how does he do it we are lacking time actually because we took a long time to worship the lord but one of the things is that god's holy spirit will give you access to the thoughts of god open your mouth and say the holy spirit the holy spirit will give me access will give me access to the thoughts of god to the thoughts of god amen, amen. in genesis 18 verse 17 abraham is saying if i found favor in your sight and in the 17th verse the angels of god are saying can we hide anything from abraham i mean we have to give him access to what information So when you find favor you get access to information that comes from God out of the world my source of information is out of the world <laughs> it comes from God you know i was reading something very interesting you know the you know the titanic the ship that many people thought would never sink as a matter of fact some people jokingly said even god can't sink that ship that ship was the biggest thing to happen at that particular point the biggest ship it was in it was insured at that time for 10 million dollars so many companies together insurance companies came together as a matter of fact i think it about 120 insurance companies came together to make money to insure this ship because it's un- unsinkable it cannot sink but for the insurance when this thing was going on there was somebody called rockefeller you know him john rockefeller he is a believer he was somebody who would tithe when he died in 1937 his as um, was 1.4 billion dollars and that translated now is how much 418 billion dollars 418 billion dollars but he was a tither faithful to god so his company had also wanted to 
ensure, I mean, get into that, uh, what do you say, the negotiations to be one of those companies that would get the insurance of the ship. But that morning, he had, his team was all ready. They were going to go for the bid. That morning while he was praying, the Holy Spirit told him, don't. Don't. So he called his team. I mean, he told them, we are not bidding. They said, we have done all the homework. This is ours. He said, no. God told me no. And when Titanic sang, 1912, just was at midnight in the Atlantic, it was just not the Titanic, but 120 insurance companies sang with it. But one man, a tither, one who would listen to the Holy Spirit, had an inside information and out of the world information don't invest into this now ിൽപ്പിക്കണം Maybe the Holy Spirit, the love of God, the Father, the grace and the favor of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. I close with this. The fellowship or the participation or the communion of the Spirit. What does it mean? I, I, you know, I'm so wanting to teach, just not teach, but oh, I pray that the church would just step into that partnership or fellowship with the Holy Spirit he wants to partner with you fellowship with you to bring about he is the agency that brings in the favor otherwise it is knowledge but it is your fellowship with the Holy Spirit of God that brings you So what many people do is they don't want the Holy Spirit. They'll just be religious and pray and do whatever they want without being in partnership with the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, there is a covenant called the Salt Covenant. And that is the man will come with a, you know, what is a container of salt, the man who was to get married. And the girl will also come with a container of salt. And they will both put the their salt into one container. And saying, now we have made a covenant. We are one. We are one. We can only divorce or we can only disunite or break covenant if you can take out of this container your salt, the salt that you bought. And if I can take separate and take my salt, then we go our different ways. Otherwise we are one. And the second Corinthians 13 says, we have partnership or covenanted with the Holy Spirit. Means he wants to be one with you. Wait, 
people don't know whether it's you or the Holy Spirit because you're one. What is the sign that you have the Holy Spirit? Just not speaking in tongues. I said that that's the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's like me giving my wife my credit card. And she'll go and buy whatever she wants with that. That's the anointing. She gets the anointing, the power. She can buy whatever she wants with that. But she's got no relationship with me. She's just using my card. That's how many people in this church are. They want to receive the gift of the Spirit. They want to receive the anointing, the call, and then they just keep using. Yeah, I want to do ministry here. I want to do that. I want to do here. But they have no fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And then we fail miserably. What is the secret fellowship? What does it mean? You become one with Him. He's God. He's one with the Father and the Son. You become one with Him in relationship. It is like, uh, you know, sometimes a pretty girl could be sitting here. There are two actually, three. <laughs> you could be praying over somebody. They might have a pretty face or they might be handsome looking guy and you go near them and suddenly say in the name of Jesus and they begin to manifest the demon begins to come out their face go in a weird way they are on the floor screaming crying why because a demonic spirit has become one with that and it's manifesting when the name of Jesus is used if a demon has that kind of access to an individual can you imagine what happens when the Holy Spirit of God comes upon you his nature begins to flow out of you. His personality, his nature, the fruit of his presence, uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, meekness, self all just begins to, and that is the level to which God wants to bring the foolish and the weak and the base, uh, hallelujah, and the things that are not, uh, so that he can get the glory. only reason why the Holy Spirit of God comes upon you is to make Jesus known and to glorify Jesus open your mouth and say the Holy Spirit comes, Holy Spirit comes to make Jesus, known make Jesus known and to give glory to his name, to give glory to his name. see no flesh should glory in themselves that's why God chooses so Jesus can have the glory. Let me, let me, let me, you know, uh, Benny Hinn, he says something, you know, he says in his healing meetings, he says, if I can get the people to take their eyes off themselves and their problem and focus on Jesus, then I know the healing will be there in their body. Some of you are sick. You want to heal. You want healing and you're saying, Lord, heal me. But does Jesus get the glory? The moment you realize this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and Jesus has to have glory in this body, your sickness will leave because that sickness doesn't bring glory to Jesus. 
But the moment you want a healing so you can go on with your life without glorifying Jesus, you miss out. Or your marriage. Or your business. Because the only reason why you have the love of God the Father and the favor and the grace of Jesus Christ is to be a dispenser to fellowship with the Holy Spirit of God why? to give glory to Jesus Christ see if he doesn't see some of you want to be the best preachers that is why your ministry is not taking off Some of you want to be worshippers because Yeah, I can sing, I can play keyboard But where did Jesus get the glory? Some of you want to be known as the greatest Bible teacher of all time <laughs> Yeah, most probably you will But where does Jesus get the glory? It sounds religious and spiritual But it is not Anything in your life that does not give Jesus the glory You have ended up in religion or demonic If there is no glory coming out of your business Out of your finances for Jesus Open your mouth and say whatever I do Whatever I think, whatever I say Whatever I have Everything that comes from God and should give glory to Jesus. It should bring glory to Jesus. It should bring honor to Jesus Christ. So I bless you with the love of God. The grace and the favor of the Lord Jesus. And with the participation, the communion, the oneness with the Holy Spirit of God. May you bring glory to the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory unto the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands and give a shout to Jesus. God bless you tonight. Hallelujah. Amen.